thing though. Oh, Grownish. I was yeah. watching it on Hulu, and for one, the ads were full of spam, and I mean spam the canned meat. Oh yeah, I pay they for had, ads free Hulu. I would never. They had spam tacos, and I just felt some type of way. Oh, about, the ads were for spam. That's funny. Yeah, I didn't it was get spam. that. I didn't get it you said like the actual can meat, and I didn't go. Ha, so I didn't think about it. Yeah, spam. They spam? were making. Huh? You have you ever eaten spam? What? Have you ever tried spam? Yeah, as a young tot. Mm. I haven't had spam as an adult. Is it you know, good? I don't remember. You, I've had it's it. It's just salty meat. Yeah. It's so, it, I mean, it, you ate it because you were poor, usually. Oh, well, I mean, I thought it was like a military thing, but I think they just really try to trick you into it's, thinking it's a military <laughs> thing. It's for poor people, really. All they, all it's they, down they, there with um, Vienna sausages. Yeah, but see, it's I just feel like salty as canned meat. At least Vienna sausages has a name worthy of it being on a charcuterie board. <laughs> Vienna sausage. Nobody's going to be like. First of all, I used to say Vienna, so ghetto. Baby, you wasn't uh, even thinking about geography, huh? That's not your no shit. No, sir. <laughs> Secondly, high blood pressure. It makes sense. Okay. What? You eating Vienna's, oh. Vienna's sausages yeah. and Spam. High blood pressure. You know, I'm really grateful that I'm not a super savory guy. I'm not a salty ass nigga. I don't like salt like that. I so love many, salt. So many people go crazy over salt. I am not an extra salt on my fries ass nigga. I don't like any of that extra salt. In fact, in my eggs, like people be like, put some salt. I'm like, man, just put the pepper in there and call it a day. You don't put salt in your eggs? Every once in a while. Oh, Jesus. My stomach churning. But I put ketchup in my eggs. There's salt in the ketchup. Do I need salt, salt? Salt, salt, vinegar. You do you. I'm going to do me. Okay. That was the first offense with Hulu. Okay. I didn't want to look at spam look delicious like that. Because mm. it did look delicious. Not going to lie. The decision can still be made. Okay. Secondly. Do what you want to do. Hulu, why do you just start playing some random shit after my show? Like, it just, I have things queued up that are still, you know, not all the way watched. So, instead of going to the next show I haven't finished, you go to a whole new series. Like, I'll watch Grownish, and then it'll be like, here's episode one of Fresh Off the Boat. Did I ask for that? I didn't. Why don't you just go play the episode of the Carmichael show I'm in the middle of? Wouldn't that make more sense? Mm. Yeah, they, they do a lot of, uh, they push a narrative with putting, like, forth other shows. And you know what it is? I think it's they have a deal with the production company, and Fresh Off the Boat is an ABC freeform production. Well, let me tell you something. Likewise, you know. That and Baby Daddy, um, the freeform show. Yeah, is that is that um, Todd Lowry show? Yes. Oh. It's a successful show. Oh. But. Swear to God. What, I had no what idea. was I about to say? Um, Melissa Joan Hart on that show? No, that's another show. What is that show? With the. Um, oh, damn. Oh, never mind. It's with that guy. That every, <sighs> the guy. Joey Lawrence. Yes. Okay. So I'm confusing that with the Manny. No way. Oh my <laughs> god. Okay. Stop. And just make all of this stop. Okay. Uh, uh, but they play those shows so much after a show I'm watching that like it's literally it ends up in my queue because now it doesn't play for two minutes. Now I think yeah. I want to watch it. So yeah. it's sitting there. I ain't, well, I ain't watch it, and I ain't want to. Algorithm got you in the chokehold. <laughs> but you know what? I'm As a PSA to all of you, don't all our algorithms guys in the chokehold. Don't you wake up every day sucked into whatever streaming matrix you're involved in. It's really a bad time out here, and that's why I am collecting as much physical copies of all the great 
black and some other things that I really <laughs> like. Uh, and, but by the time I'm 40, I should have a physical copy of everything I've ever loved. That's great. I'd yeah. love to hear it. Drums, please. Drums, please. Man, what a time. Uh, you've got mail. Thanks for coming out tonight. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. I appreciate that. Uh. Hello, Moto. Microphone check, one, two. One, two. Mic checker. Welcome back to another episode of What a Time. What's going on, guys? Happy miss New Year. Miss you. Happy New Year. I miss you. She doesn't say that. <laughs> I do. Well, hey, big heads. <laughs> hey, big heads. How was y'all's holidays? <laughs> it was sent like a toxic future text. Yes. Um. Obviously, if you've been listening to us for this long, you know what we do what the fuck we want around here. You never know when we go drop. We just come out the woodworks like, hey, y'all, we ain't go nowhere. We still here. Listen, listen. that's just kind of how it be sometimes. All the best artists are people who work based off inspiration. We are such, such as us. This that's is us. Correct. And today, I think we're going to do more of a classic style episode. You know, bring... a classic style episode? Oh, because of the segments. <laughs> <laughs> bring oh god jd do you work on this podcast we when, talked when about you, this okay when you Jesus classic Christ. style in my head okay. i was like what anyway we're bringing back a couple of segments like we really got segments this time it's vintage it's not just one big episode about one subject all right like, that's what i was move on to that when did that happen I don't know. Did we again? We work via inspiration, oh, right? We yeah. just do what the fuck. Did you pose. say via? <laughs> <laughs> I did say via. Yo, listen. What's she's wrong with via? She's one of the few people that say via the right way. I thought it was, but ain't it via or via? Tomato, tomato. It might be tomato, tomato. It might be. I really don't know. I, the English language is ridiculous. But you know what? All language should be like that. Should always be, if you pronounce it the way you pronounce it, that's just how they nigga pronounced it. That's how language I agree. was invented. As someone that pronounces things wrong all the time, I have to agree. Well, somebody somebody had a tomato for the first time. <laughs> somebody had to be like, "Hey, pay that tomato, nigga." What you say? Like, where we, we where to, does that come from? You no, know, we have to give credit to the Did first. Did somebody person. really just be like? That tomato. The, the, the phrase. And they were like, hmm? The phrase tomato, tomato comes from the most humble nigga on the planet. He was open-minded enough to hear somebody say tomato and be like, you know what? You're all right with me, bud. Who cares? Who cares, buddy? He had, listen, hey, guys, listen. I'm not going to argue with you guys over this. He says tomato. That's okay with me. <laughs> tomato. Tomato, guys. Potato, potato. <laughs> Why they don't have the same energy for potato shit? <laughs> I'm over here shit. pressing the buttons. Why I always energy. do that? And then it, it spread through the land because you know niggas went home that day. It was like, honey, let me tell you something. I was at this thing, and this nigga said tomato. It was a, it was a huge to do. It was all like tomato, and this man was like, hey, hey, calm down. That's <laughs> not that big of a deal. <laughs> But imagine living back in the times where that was doable, where you could just decide because the language is still being developed. And you could be like, 
Let's just go with that. Man, That's cool. The man's name was? We can't do that no more. Mr. Gist. Because you know what? <laughs> you get the gist. You don't need to even ask correctly. You get the gist. Now what when I mean? now when I say some shit wrong, it's a whole thing. Oh, I think y'all laughed at me on New Year's because I said something wrong, and I'm like, "Is it that? You know what the fuck I'm saying? Why do you care? I said it wrong. Like you know the word. You know what? I, if you corrected me, you know what the fuck I was saying. Here so why Mr. you need just, to make Mr. Just coming in? Hey guys, listen. Jasmine said what she said. Did you understand it? Yes. Good. You got the gist. I'm out. <laughs> Thank you. Shit. All right. So. <laughs> All right. Let's... Okay, let's move on to something else. What are we talking about, Jasmine? All right. So, first things first. We've talked about this already, but Jennifer Lopez's J-Lo album turned 20 recently. That's where we got Love Don't Cost a Thing. We got Play, Ain't It Funny, and I'm Real. To celebrate this 20 year i think this is like her best-selling album it's like the yeah. most successful if i'm not mistaken does it this i'm real is it the the way you walk is that's on that album or is that a different i'm real too this was the one that has this, the, oh shit the, the, the remixes where it's two different songs i think wildly. it is ain't it funny and i'm real yeah either way it goes i mean i think she put out a separate thing and made remixes <clears throat> to these songs but mm. you know the same era of j-lo so right, it counts right, right. Um, but to celebrate 20 years of this album, she did something very strange. Yeah, well, strange she, is a nice word. <laughs> she created the TikTok Love Don't Cost a Thing Challenge, in which, if you watch the video, it's a reenactment of that. She's on a beach, walking down the beach, throws off all of her valuables, and she turns and looks at the camera as she pulls up her shirt. Yeah. Memorable if you were very into music videos. So she decided. I did not even realize that it was supposed to be a play on Love Don't Cost a Thing, the video. It's a Love Don't Cost a Thing video reenactment. <clears throat> this is not to say I've never seen that video. It's not fresh in my memory. It was actually it was actually a thing. When this video came out, that scene was like talked about because she pulls up her shirt at the end and it and then she laughs it's you know it's coming yeah. back to me now she's just not a, a pivotal figure to me personally enough <laughs> for me to have noticed that i think well she wants us to recreate this for a tiktok challenge and i don't know what world she lives in where this makes sense yeah the only people who have the free time and the items and the space to do such a thing are people who are of some wealth <laughs> because not only was she on what was essentially a private beach, people would have to take a trip or have already been on a trip. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, taking a trip in the middle of a pandemic is no easy feat. Um, I mean, like, okay, suggested. like, is it left? It, like, are we able to do this in our homes walking down, like, see, this is what people uh, our hall? Like, what is, okay, what is the challenge? Is the challenge throwing off the valuables, being on the beach, and lifting up your shirt? Which part has to be. Correct. Do you think celebrities fired their PR whenever the internet became their medium for things? Because I feel like a lot of what we see is like, isn't somebody go to school to make sure you don't do shit like this? <laughs> it just, it's, it's out of touch. <laughs> and, you know, usually now, I do not allow people to slander Jennifer Lopez. 
This is the pass I'm giving well, y'all right no, now okay. to slander her because this is dumb. You give them the caveat because I do think Jasmine does not like a specific kind of slander. And it's about something that is very industry standard. That's something that I think is super annoying because y'all can put yes, J-Lo about... they about, take it very personally. It's it's J-Lo is a target for that kind of slander. And I don't like that because I do enjoy Jennifer Lopez. I think... She's. I think she, I respect her as an entertainer. I never said she was some strong vocalist. She doesn't have to be. She was a pop star. She could dance. She could carry a tune. And you could tell she'd been showing up to her damn but vocal lessons. Okay. More than anything, I want people to really, really stop and think about why and how, how and when they're forming their opinions about certain things. Because I've seen such a shift with like the grouping of J Lo slander since you know. It's getting more intense. But you know what is okay. Two things. One is. Um, J-Lo doesn't really help herself out. I will say that. This is like the second or third time she's said or done something really out of touch where it's like she has no idea that people like are suffering in this moment. And that's really like more recent. But outside of that, outside of that, I think that y'all try to apply all of this like brand new mental health IQ and brand new industry and like equity IQ y'all have about stuff to things that happened 10, 20 years ago. And it's right to recognize whenever something was maybe not the best way to go about things. Like maybe Ashanti should have kept some of those songs for herself. But only if you can only decide that having learned what you learned, you have to unlearn for people. Yeah. At the, in the past too, you know what I'm saying? I hate that. I hate that because that same logic can be applied with almost anything. It's like, can you believe that that guy was able to get away with Adam Sandler? Right? We always talk about Adam Sandler has a lot of special needs characters. Mm-hmm. That none of that stuff would work now at all but it Correct. was not only flying it was popular yes. that's just a sign of the time so j-lo singing songs that were written for her as far as a pop machine do you guys know what pop stars are that's what happens exactly yeah you got to take that up with the executives and i'll say it does, again does it shit on african-americans what industry doesn't <laughs> you can apply that down the line um, speaking of this album, though, it's a good segue into last week's events in which Ashanti and Keisha Cole battled it out on the verses. We know Ashanti's yeah. pin was on J-Lo's album and she played one of her songs. So let's get into the verses. So it had already started pretty rocky because, of course, it was supposed to premiere December 12th, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. And then I think... um. They had even changed that date, and that got pushed back again. Unfortunately, Ashanti had COVID. Like, so glad she's okay and her family's okay. But, you know, it lost a little bit of momentum. So there were some complaints like, oh, I'm over yeah. it, I'm over it. But me, as far as me and my household, we was going to watch this shit if it came on in March. So It's crazy, too, but <laughs> I really did not want to be the police in any direction. You know, I don't like being the police. But people got on the internet and they were like, I was excited about this versus, but not no more. And I was like, ooh, what an unwarranted thought. Like, I mean, just say that. Nobody asked you. Especially if you're still going to watch it. Then it's just like. And that's exactly what happened. Then you're happened. just blowing smoke. Because yeah. what was the point? Because yeah. you're still watching it. I mean, the cap on these apps. <laughs> I mean, there's so much of it. Of course, I was still going to watch it. I drive home from work. I get off from work at 8 o'clock. I got home from work. Walked my dog. Took a shower. Mm. Shit still hadn't started. No, <laughs> That's when I knew not. it was a problem. Um. 
The Man. DJ set, I like turn my speaker on and let it play. And that DJ set in the shower, oh my God, I wanted to get the fuck out because it was so bad. I wanted to turn it you know, off. People were hitting me up about that thing. And there's one thing I will not do. It is talk shit about a DJ in public. Sweetie. But whenever I tell I'll you. I'll do it for you. What I mean, people kept doing that shit, man. I was like, y'all going to get this man fired. It's well, already DJ, not enough people in this in this industry working. Okay, well, maybe that's what he needed, though, because this you is not read, his calling. Read, redirection is always Redirection. That could have. That's God. You're he was supposed right. to be on that big platform and get roasted because he's You're not absolutely good. Absolutely right. I'm gonna tell you or, right now. Uh, great. I, I also give grace. Maybe he was just having a hard time because Keisha was late or because it was starting late. He wasn't ready. He was nervous. I don't know. Okay. That maybe shit would never happened to me, though. I ain't going to lie maybe, to you. Maybe he thought, okay, I got to do a 10-minute set, and then we going to get it rolling. And when they said, mm, well, you know, it's weird. extend that, maybe, it got, maybe he got fucked up a little bit. I'm most annoyed by the fact that DJs, People that have been doing music on the internet at all know exactly how complicated it is to get the rights to be able to spin on Instagram, much less have a platform like that. A bag was seriously fumbled because he played some of the worst songs I could think. The song selection was so weird and i was like can he not play music people want to hear <laughs> is, is it, like is there a song list did they give him like a glee clearance amount of music he could, was it a pitch perfect <laughs> situation Child, i don't know i don't know i but couldn't tell you i feel bad for that man mostly because he got he had to wake up the next morning and go through all them tweets and all them things well we didn't like, know his name so Look. it ain't like they was adding him like he would have to go fishing for it well, guess what guess what he can't <laughs> be like now he can't be like dj so-and-so keisha cole's official versus DJ. <laughs> yeah that's not gonna be on the flyer at the club no he more, got a, nigga. he got a rebrand okay <laughs> so you know him from the keisha cole versus <laughs> you he can't say it he just can't say that at the function he cannot introduce himself as somebody that dj'd on versus he I'm just gotta leave that part thing. out I'm you, sorry. Niggas, you niggas that go out and party with the DJ that was at Keisha Cole versus during COVID are trying to get it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then Ashanti comes out and she's by herself. And it's a few minutes going by and I'm like, oh my God, they sent her out here to tell us the bad news again. I just knew she was about to tell us, hey guys, so... Whatever happens. Thank you and for making her not, voice sound more pleasant than it is. We will not be doing the verses tonight, you know, and then all the tomatoes and onions come through the screen on her because we're booing people, her people off. Throw onions? <laughs> I don't know. I think you took that metaphor. You reached it that. I'm throwing the damn onion, uh, baby, okay? Because you that. stink. That's fucking rude. That's disgusting. Tom- tomatoes, tomatoes. <laughs> I prefer to that. Onions, onions. So she just basically came out to stall. She came out to stall us while... It looked like she was pre-gaming to go to the club herself. While Keisha Cole, I don't know. We didn't know if she was on the road. We didn't know if she was in the building. We didn't know nothing. And she finally shows up an hour and a half. And... She's wearing her heart in her titty. (laughs) You could tell. She was annoyed and all the titty was there. You could see the heart. You could see her heart beat in, in the outfit she had on. It was insane. So overall, you could just tell whatever happened, she was very irritated and irritable. She was mad at somebody, the world, herself, a nigga. I don't know. But the energy was very off-putting for people. And um, there was a point where I was having a really good time. There was a block of time where they were playing music and I was getting really into it. But overall, it didn't... It ain't give what it was supposed to give. It's not even giving what y'all said it was supposed to give. No. I mean, it, it really is a shame because it, it did seem like Keisha took a knee 
And like, I mean, granted, I, I don't know if there was a, a check to be made off of them doing this at all, but I really don't like that. That's selfish. Yeah, it something was off. Especially whenever during a period of time where you can't tour. I mean, the fact that you got an appearance like this, this why would you not you, want to take advantage of it? You have to bring it, bring good energy, bring good vibes, bring the music, be ready. Like Yeah, at the end of the day, that's 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 vain. I think Ashanti was trying to have fun, but even she kept letting things distract her in her phone and getting yeah, her hair brushed during Keisha's women. song. Like I found that a little bit rude. But I think she was trying to bring the right vibe. Yeah, both of these women turned me off. I think that's kind of the big problem is that, like, my affinity for them as people was really low um, during this period of time. And not so much like I hate Ashanti, I hate Keisha Cole, but I learned something about both of them in preparation for this battle that I had never considered. <laughs> and I, going coming out of it, it's not nearly as pure as it once was to me. And I kind of hate that for me and anybody who may feel similarly. Yeah, well, here's the thing. I feel like... Um, the actual verses got warped. Like we were so focused on the vibes and the energy that we don't really know what the battle was. I mean, we didn't stick to the music and Keisha Cole's selection sometimes was a little off, I feel. So I feel like we need to break down song for song and see who, like we don't ever like really talk about who won or go song for song. I think that'll be fun this time because we didn't get to get lost in the music like we usually do. Let's just let's I mean, just run them down. To be completely honest, y'all like hearing our voices, so I mean, <laughs> turn it up. Let's, let's just it. let's just get an actual score, a personal score, JD's score, my score, <laughs> song fine. for song. Let's tally it up. Let's get it. Shout out to Mrs. Tally. Um, <laughs> round one. I changed my mind. Keisha Cole, Happy Ashanti. I am going with happy. Yeah, that's happy for me too. Hard, because I really love I Changed My Mind. Keisha came out bussing. And she got Kanye on that joint. I don't love you no more. Clap, 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 clap. Yeah, that thing's a bop. Um, round two. I should have cheated the way that I love you. I, I should have cheated for me. Yeah. I think so for me too. First of all, let me yeah. say You can't accuse me of all the things you know that you are guilty of. And I see. Uh Enough of No Love, Keisha Cole featuring Lil Wayne and Don't Leave Me Alone, Ashanti. This round is full of bops that I'm not fully uh versed in. I know Keisha's kinda. I need to hear Ashanti's, I think, because it's it's lost on me right now. Okay, it's coming back to me. I yeah. definitely know the Keisha Cole one with Lil Wayne. But Ashanti's, that's from the um, Concrete Rose album. And I, I'm not into that song as much. So I'm, I really like Keisha. the title of that album, though. Concrete Rose? Yeah, like a rose that grew from concrete. Exactly. So the rose is coming out of the concrete. The, con the rose is not made of concrete. Ooh, I don't know. That's interesting. <laughs> I'm going Keisha, though. Okay. Yeah, right. We don't even like the Ashanti song. <laughs> <laughs> Or um, should have let you go, Keisha, and rock with you, Ashanti. Oh, should have 
let you go. What's produced by the same people that produce everything for Avant? Because something about this sounds Avanti. What is it? What is the sound that's making remind me of Avant in that beat? I don't know what it is. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> Wait, what was Ashanti's song? Rock with you. Oh, baby. Yeah. The beat for Rock With You is really heavy to me. Okay, um, this is actually really difficult. This is a really hard one. This is one. a hard one, but you know what? The rap verse on Keisha Cole's Shoulda Let You Go it's might cool. lose that's it right, for her. That's right, The girl I hate. From, the, from the BET reality show is on that. Really? Isn't it? I think so. I her don't friend. know, but I hate I think it's her it. friend. I don't like it. And now I'm grown, plus I'd rather be alone. We both grown low, your tone over the phone, I... I don't but I mean, like it, was the a, it was a good look for her because she had a hit. She's got a hit now because of that. She does, but it just didn't go. It didn't flow. I didn't like it. It didn't, didn't sound right. For I, that reason, does Ashanti win? Well, see, I'm giving it to me? Ashanti too, but I have a caveat for Ashanti because she, well, you claim she didn't play that Michael Jackson edit of Rock With You, but I heard it at some point. She did play it. I, she did play it, but it she played sucks. it after. She okay. played the original into that. Okay. Remix yeah. Okay. One. I remember yeah. that. I remember that. I, well, let me just um asterisk that mashup is stupid. <laughs> I know it's a play on the titles of both of those songs, but it's a dumb and non melodic meshing mashup. Please stop playing it. still though in rock with you what michael jackson yeah no not the original the original rock with you had has no michael jackson elements in it that's not a sample no what what sample do you hear it's a fresh beat i don't think there's any samples in it oh my god maybe i'm getting fucked up because she played that i thought it was um yeah so generally i don't like that rock with you rock with you mashup that she, that she did play um, didn't like it when it came out. Thought it was right then. But I do like Rock With You, the original, and Ashanti wins this round because She Let You Go does have a really corny. Um, what is that? Yeah, I think it. It's uh, got a, a Mary J. Blige Brooklyn sort of rap <laughs> verse on it. Ashanti's really lucky she never tried to rap. Okay, that's a random thought. It is, but I'm going to tell you why I said it because it would sound like that. I'm most positive it would. She, her speaking accent, I think she doubles down on her New Yorkness whenever she's speaking. I feel like she would do that in a rap song so oh. fast. I would not like that. All right, where we at? <clears throat> I remember Keisha Southside Lloyd featuring Ashanti. Mm. I remember when I, I remember when I gave up loving you. That's how it goes? Yeah. I was sad and lonely. Hey, I think I remember when you walked down. Hey, that thing, that thing knocking right there. Wait, what's the Shanti song? Baby, I know a place where we can go and be <sighs> alone. I gotta go with I remember. As long as you make sure that you safely get me home. 
What you going with? Kiss, huh? I remember too. You remember too? <laughs> yeah. You, you relate? Southside was not was not my jammy at the time. Southside was my jam at the time, but I'm liable to play I remember well before that song. Today. I actually I actually think Southside It's more of me, the time for me. Southside for me is aged better. Well not better than I remember, but I like it more now than I did as a child. But I heard a DJ do something with it and it changed the way I hear it. So that's really all that is. Um, next up, another really, really difficult um, matchup. Are you ready for this one? This one's big. I don't know. Am I? Last night, Diddy and Keisha Cole. Ain't it funny? Um, Ashanti, J-Lo, question mark? That's what it says in these notes. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had to read it that way because it was funny as hell. Ashanti's pen, baby. Um, I love what Keisha Cole did to last night. I love it so much. I'm yearning for your touch. I love it. You know, That's one of my favorite songs to sing, for real, for real. Can I, but it's mostly Diddy. God, please make me better. But can I use that logic if this ain't Ashanti's voice at all? Because I like Ain't It Funny better. This is the most difficult one to do. At one point, I felt strongly about Ain't It Funny because Ain't It Funny is one of my favorite rap songs of all time. It but it also should be noted that none of what I like ass. about that song is what Ashanti did. She got me like, damn, if it get any fatter, man, the rule gonna have to get at her. Okay. You didn't like the words? My favorite part that Ashanti may have pinned is also a bite. Hey, friend, is that your girlfriend? But maybe we can be friends. I love that part. But I mean, that comes that's from... That's arrangement. And that's... <laughs> that's arrangement. That's true. But is that is that Ashanti per se? Do we know for sure? Because the beat is a sample from um, Craig Mack. Play yes. here. Uh, ja Rule flows really well on that. It's one of his better verses. He doesn't have a ton of great rap verses when you think about it. Um... The energy is amazing on that track, but it's got a lot to do with the production, the rappers, and that bridge, which I think is really fun and works well in the club. Ashanti herself did very little to contribute to the things that I like about that song. But okay, then, so what's your answer? But then Diddy is acting an ass all through last night, kind of fucking up what is a really beautiful R&B song. You know how much I love you, right? Those couple of seconds though, when I couldn't get in touch with you. I'm ready to come over your house and shoot that motherfucker up. Fucking dumb bitch. You better motherfucking not be there when I get over the house. <laughs> That's really how it go down, right? Yeah, I want I want Keisha Cole to make her own version. I was expecting Ooh, I was expecting that, would that work. to happen. If, if, if Keisha Cole made a last night right now and put it out. What there's potential for something like that to already exist and it just not have been released cuz in my head it sounds like that's what happened. No, it's it sounds not. like Diddy bought a song. What do you mean? It sounded to me like Diddy brought us like he bought a song from somebody and put it on his album. He bought it. Like Keisha had a song and Diddy was like, "Let me have this and no, I'm going to get on the hook." Cuz they there is a there is video footage of, of him bringing her into okay. the studio and him telling her how to sing it. So Well, he he killed it. I mean, this this has got got some old school Puff Daddy judge on it. Um, but I think I'm going to go with last <sighs> got, night. 
I, I think I'm going to go with Ain't It Funny. Okay. We needed, we needed to defer on one of these anyway. I do love Ain't It Funny. Let, let it be known, Ain't It Funny is one of my favorite songs, but it's You're none right? of what Ashanti did. Nothing nothing that Ashanti did is the reason why that's the case. And the boss said you came around. Because <laughs> I want to see what's going down. Trying to tell me how you want my time. Trying to tell me how I'm on your mind. See? Not my shit. Not lyrically. Play your cards right. Keisha Cole featuring Tupac Shakur. Pac's life. Tupac featuring T.I. and Shanti. Both oh. of these things are technically unofficial. The Tupac one is more official, though. I mean, the, uh, that's Keisha sorry. Cole. The Keisha, Keisha Cole, Cole one is, is a single. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, it was a single, actually. And I like that one better. So, yeah, that's well, Keisha. Goes, yeah. All right. Love, Keisha. Rain on me. This was oh, difficult. God. Difficult. Wait. Love versus rain on me. It's rain on me for me. That's love. It's too classic. Let me tell you something. Don't sing that at karaoke, whatever you do. Keep that one to yourself. Sing that in the shower, in the shower only. Don't go out. Thinking that you're about to sing that song and it's going to sound close to good. Keisha Cole can barely sing the damn song. Don't do it. Yeah, and here's the thing. I mean, there are some songs that have come out that you don't get to sing. And to the woman that put those songs out, y'all think y'all Beyonce? Why y'all doing that? <laughs> I found Why y'all doing that? I'm just saying, like, you know, like, Keisha Cole, is, she's a great singer. She's a so is, great. I, and I'm, I, think, I think Alicia Keys can I'm sing. I'm upset. I'm upset, though, because I think Keisha Cole is a pretty strong vocalist, but you could not get that from this battle. There was a lot of bad notes saying on this night, but I don't think I think it was circumstantial. It wasn't a it wasn't a display of her actual talent. Okay, Thank you. That's fair. All right. Moving on. Um, the next thing that we have on here. Oh, wait. I mean, did I officially say rain on me? I don't think. Yes, you did say. Okay, rain on yeah. me. Oh, but I do need to know rain on me production wise. Incredible. Such a great beat. Beautiful. And I think my favorite note about that beat is one of those R&B beats that would work so well for hip-hop as well. Like, like, like Faith Evans, Carl Thomas, Can't Believe, and AZ Nas's ta- uh, phone tap or whatever. That's the same beat. Mm-hmm. But one's R&B and one's rap, and they both have their own... I, the the Monica knock knock beat you know people rapped over that and it sounds good. hell yeah it sounds so good uh rappers sample rain on me let's do it I'm I'm here for that let's do it um well next ain't up, it a sample it's a sample but keep I mean you're sampling everything the fuck else like I want to hear sample a rapper down, baby I want a rapper rap rap on that track though. I don't want to hear no bullshit like give me a rapper I don't want to hear nothing goofy um next up. Trust and believe, Keisha Cole, and down for you is Shanti, Charlie Baltimore, and Ja Rule and Vita. There's so many motherfuckers on that on that sure. second song. Oh <laughs> man, I had this song and down ass bitch on a mix CD on a burnt CD back in the day. You about to piss oh, me off God. thinking about it honestly because it don't make no sense that down for you is not down ass bitch. Well, there, I think they're a continuation of each other. Make it clear. I would like to know. People should have let let me. It's like, almost like part one, part two. Yeah, I mean, did no, sort of. Did, I think nobody really took the part one, part two thing to the next level like R. Kelly. Nobody even tried. What is it? What is the, this one titled? 
Down for you. So you got down, down for, for you, you like, and down ass bitch. And down for you has the do you trust me? Do you love me? That's ja Rule down for you. Ja Rule sings his own hook on down ass bitch. Ashanti yeah. sings the hook on down for you. Yeah, but I mean, one of these songs is called "Down Ass Bitch" and doesn't have "Down Ass Bitch" in the hook. I don't think. Does is "Down Ass Bitch" in the hook of "Down Ass Bitch" or "Justin Down for You"? Because that's gonna piss me off. Oh, Dad. sorry. <laughs> Wait a minute. Down ass bitch. Down ass chick. And honestly, do you have to say this? This is really. I mean, this is not that the most endearing way to do this. Hey, yo, while we here, play Charlie Baltimore. Play Charlie Baltimore's part. I used to love Charlie Baltimore. I I think I said this on air. She had like a freak accident. You did. I remember yeah. that. I'm glad you said that instead of saying what I was going to say, which was she had a down ass. I'm I'm jocking that round ass. I, <laughs> I love that bar. Like she got a down ass. I'm Come on, turn that up. Um, trust, trust and believe is a bop though. I really like that song. Yeah, but you know what? I, I think I it. think that goes yeah. to a shot. You know, I don't even. It's so crazy how this is happening right now. It's so crazy right now, y'all. You've changed. Keisha, you've changed Keisha Cole and Runaway Ashanti. What is funny? Oh, you don't know those songs. Well, yeah, I was, the way I said you've changed, I was about to start talking. You know, this, you've changed. The, the title of the song is funny to me. Oh. It's very on the nose. Yeah, so here's the thing about Keisha Cole's You've Changed. It samples the sample that's used in the song Cry. I'm going to tell you why. Cause you changed. Maybe you changed. Crack. There's that. That's Keisha for you. That's Keisha for me. Crack. It's Keisha for me too. For different reason. I actually really like the song. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it just so happens that you like the song that the song likes as well. Good dude. I know you love me like cook food. <laughs> um, Heaven Sent, Keisha Cole. Heaven Sent wins. Okay. I don't give a fuck. Baby, 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 baby. Baby, 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 baby. I love it when I hear your name. Saying. It's hard to let those babies go, though. I'm not gonna lie. This That's Ashanti. Okay, baby is top three Ashanti for me. Maybe top two. Hey, you gotta let it go. Maybe top one. That's a shame. Nah, top two. I don't know. It's up there. I actually can. St- I can't stand this song, but I think the beat is kind of hard. Why y'all like this song? That's obnoxious. Baby, 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 baby. I love it when you say my name. And also, her name is not baby. So, like, the level. No, she loves when he says her name and it got her saying, baby, baby. Oh, so you get to be vague and I'm and, and like, just blank with That's me. That's what she said. So, I'm, we we, we together. I'm I, like, Ashanti. Ashanti, she like, baby. I love it when she you. She know me, wait, lady. what did she say? I love it when I hear your name. Got me saying. That vague ass word, it's, baby. I love it. 
when you, I hear you know, your you name. Know, you know where baby came from? Baby was the first word that niggas invented to cheat with. It was like, hey, start calling women baby. I don't have to worry about their names. And here we are. That Ashanti, doesn't take away from how Ashanti, fire this song Ashanti is. Ashanti reappropriated baby. <laughs> <laughs> Made it a term of, of endearment. Even heaven though. sent. I just li- like heaven sent. I listen to that song still like very frequently. That's like, a, another one of those great songs that I don't think makes any sense, but it's a it, beautiful song. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know what. I don't get I the message. Be the one you believe in your heart is sent from. I don't know what she's. I don't know what message she's conveying in that song. I can't tell if she's in or out of love. Falling in, falling out. I don't know, but you think about the song it, is so good. Most of your favorite songs are really vague on content. I uh, listened to Nelly Furtado Say It Right earlier. Who? Nelly Nel- Nel- Furtado oh, Say I'm, It Right? It's a bop, a banger. I don't even about. know what the fuck she's saying at all. I don't even know the words to that song. That's what she's saying? Computers have come from my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Can we move on? Can we move on? Because what the fuck? Hey, you don't mean nothing at all to me. Okay. <laughs> um, only you, Ashanti, and brand new Keisha. Uh, that I don't is... know these songs. <laughs> you do know only you. Yes. Okay, that Trey song's Wonder Woman is uh, instrument. <laughs> yes. That big grind bang horn. Sound like they about to rock out. <laughs> Wonder Woman. Anyway, yeah, only That's you. a Shanti, though. I know, I know, but yeah. Is, there's a, the only two songs I can think of with that noise. There's a very significant dance that Ashanti does in this video, and it's like the most I can remember about the video off it the top sounds, of my head. Like, it would make me laugh. Everybody so. go watch the video. You'll know what dance I'm talking about. Ashanti's Thanks. getting another point from me based off the fact that it sounds hilarious. Yep. Um, What's Love? Fat Joe featuring Ashanti and Trust. Keisha Cole featuring Monica. Ooh, baby. I really love Ashanti's vocals on What's Love. Like, I love her part so much. It should be about us. It should be about us. But Monica and Keisha Cole killed that shit. I won't hurt you. I'm down for you, baby. And you know, the thing about what's love is is that it is dangerously close to Alicia Keys' fallen level of wear out that it got in real time. It was so much burnout with that track. Yeah. Yeah. It was. I mean, I were they putting it in white movies at one point where it was just like that was a song like at the club like it was getting <laughs> that it was getting that yeah, kind it of was, treatment. It was definitely used a lot and overplayed, but yeah, so Keys is kind of getting that by the I, I did it. Boom, did, boom. Oh, yeah. Ashanti part did for me. Right when now. I look in your eyes, there's no stopping me. You know, it's funny. Like, you guys know whenever a song was a big hit, but it doesn't. Everybody's sick of it because if DJs aren't forcing you to like relive it at all, then we're done with it. It's over. <laughs> um, into you, fabulous featuring Ashanti. I've changed the Jaheim featuring Keisha Cole. I don't like I'm Jaheim. not wildin' out like I used to. Um, I struggle with this because Into You is to me a song. And they didn't use Ashanti's ver- version for long. Like I, it was on the radio for like a week. And I don't I don't know what happened in this process. 
But So Into You is originally, to me, a song from like 97, 98. Wow. How, how did it go through all those loopholes only get to like, it came out in 2002, three? Yes. That's like five years. I'll maybe even give it 96. It was mid-90s. Wow. If you want the exact thing, Google it. I don't know. But it was in the 90s. And something happens where Ashanti lays vocals on this song. And then Tamia ends up on the uh, quote-unquote official version because she gets the music video. I don't know if they laid this and then they asked Tamia and she was like, I'll do I don't know. Do you, you know, know the this, story? Because Actually, I don't. it works really well for me because I do think... So Into You is the hit that makes Tamiya so stamped. Uh, yes. You know what I'm saying? It's, As the artist. It's, 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 it's her It's one biggest of my favorite things. songs of all time. Oh, it, but you know what? Tamiya, like Tevin Campbell, kind of has like two or three just really, really important R&B Huge. songs. Officially Missing You. Officially Missing You is unbelievable. The guitar in that is un. It's aesthetically not much like it. But you know what she did both those times? You know, I'm always talking about how <clears throat> Janet Jackson has aesthetics that are really hard to replicate. Mm-hmm. Tamia might get very close to it. Both of those tracks are different Janet Jacksons. I don't think I'm following. Okay, but... so, like, I feel like Janet Jackson does melancholy better than anybody. Like, she's kind of, a, like, her, her big sad hits are so aesthetically sad. Like, Come Back to Me and um, Let's Wait a Again. While. Again, let's wait a while. Isn't even a sad song, but it kind of makes you sad. You know what I'm saying? Like the song that her sampled for Damage, like "Making Love in the Rain." It's like, should I be crying while making love in the rain? Because this is sad, right? Officially missing you gives me this like the melancholy Janet vibes that I'm talking about that not many people can access. Okay, I think I'm. If Janet Jackson was on that song, it would have been a hit fitting of her aesthetics yeah exactly exactly it could have been a huge hit for janet i'm glad it was for tamia but she nailed janet people don't nail janet almost ever yeah like a updated version of like 90s janet if that makes that sound that sound that sound so in the you also kind of fits a different like something that fits janet jackson's career but people forget janet jackson as a teenager has a whole different (laughs) kind of thing going on she she did make music as a teenager and it is fucking fire Ultimately, it's like the song is still the same, just Ashanti's vocals on it. So do I? I almost don't want to give the point just because it's not a good, it's not the version I listen to, but it's still the same song. So I guess I got to think about that. I don't like Jaheen. I mean, that music is so Jaheim, child. Jaheim beef, I was like... Jaheim has no had brainer. a big fall from grace. I don't know what happened, but he is not in a good space. But, Last I saw him, he had that thing in his head. He, he had like a texturizer or a conch or something. I don't know. But, I mean, so into you. What's it called? It's 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 into, into you, it's into you and it's so into you. So into you is to me. Into you. Into you is uh, fabulous and ashanti. Into You is still Into You, so I guess that wins for me. It is, I like that song better than Keisha's song, so I guess it wins. Let's do that. Next up. <clears throat> Movies. Ashanti, Give It Up To Me, Sean Paul featuring Keisha Cole. That's Keisha. You want, girl. That was a goddamn yeah. bop, okay? Sure and was. What was that? Step Up soundtrack? I don't know. It was on? I don't know, but the thing was a bop. 
definitely enjoyed that. Mesmerized, Ja Rule featuring Ashanti, Let It Go, Keisha Cole featuring Missy Elliott and Lil Kimberly, Lil, uh, Let It Go by Country Miles. Yeah, I mean, Let It Go is huge. Ooh, this is getting, this is getting And I tense. like Mesmerized. Me too. But. It's a shame what, what songs we lose to what other songs and why, because like Ashanti sort of, she's losing this for me based on bad defense yeah basically yeah. that's what it comes down yeah. to um ashanti foolish never keisha feature neve ashanti got this one though yep easy that's not even a well-known song i don't think she said that was on the barbershop soundtrack mm, yeah that sounds right the first one keisha's yeah yeah the first um barbershop i'm assuming oh, okay. i don't know though Wait, um, actually, I don't know. Maybe Barbershop 2. Oh, that sounds awful. <laughs> Keisha Cole. I hope it was on Barbershop 1. Keisha Cole one. came out in like 06. Isn't the original Barbershop? Before her time, it is. So I don't know. And Eva's, in, Eva's related to both the second and the first one. So probably the second one. That makes sense. Uh, break up to make up Ashanti and you complete Ooh. me, Keisha. Ooh. You complete me. Ooh. You complete break me. Break up to make up is an album cut. And... It's one of my favorite Ashanti songs as well. I used to perform this shit in the living room oh, no. to an audience of zero, okay? I'm sure they were really excited to see it, though. They were. I mean. Yeah. No I tomatoes and onions. No, nothing hey. thrown at me. Hey. I mean, I walked out every night that's with a smile a good... on my face after a good performance because that's just what I do. <laughs> Thank you, Raper. So this is very hard, <laughs> but you complete me. Oh. You love me. That's some good R and B right there. It's on Fuck. um, it's on my R and B dinner wedding playlist. I think I gotta go, Keisha. Yeah, I think I gotta go, Keisha. Keisha that. got that one too. Ashanti, don't wasn't there already an Ashanti? Don't let them. What was the other? Didn't we just have a song called "Don't Let Them"? Don't do something. <laughs> don't, don't leave, leave me, me alone. Don't leave okay. me alone. All right, um, Ashanti, don't let them. That's you, Keisha featuring me, my French Montana. Ashanti oh. easily. Yeah, okay. Say that you want me. I like those. I like that too. Um, I don't like French Montana. <laughs> Mostly because I know he slept with Snile and like, come on. That don't, don't sit right with your spirit, dude. He it. don't got a hit worth that vagina. Like, come on, it's crazy. <laughs> um Always on time, Ja Rule featuring Shanti and I don't want to be in love, Keisha. New single, always on time. <laughs> yup. Was that up for debate? Nope. All right. And lastly, but not leastly, 235, I Want You. I don't understand what that is. The song called 235, I Want You. You know how they title tracks back in the day. This is very common. Okay. Let me ask you something. Whenever someone's in parentheses, do you choose to call the song that or? The part that's not in the parentheses, or do you it call it out? <laughs> it depends. It depends on the song. Sometimes the, the song. parentheses part is important. Sometimes it's not. Depends. Yeah, because I mean, if I be like D'Angelo entitled, you're going to know what I'm talking about. Yes. If I say D'Angelo, how does it feel? You're going to know what I'm talking about. Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 235, I Want You and Ashanti. Her new single is called New Single, apparently. <laughs> it's not Wait, that's, it? <laughs> that's it? Yeah, it's over. All right, now that we've done a breakdown song for song, 
Who wins for JD? Keisha Cole. What's the score? Or right, 11 Keisha, 9 Ashanti. Same here. That's so yeah. crazy. For different songs, though, I think. For different songs, for sure. Yeah, but, but it makes this one real change for us. When it comes down to the music, Keisha Cole reigns over here. Um, A lot of us were distracted by everything going on with the whole production that it seemed like Ashanti won by a long shot because of... Well, Ashanti was happier when it was over. <laughs> Enduring it, but when before. it comes when it comes to the music, Keisha Cole wins for me, and I know a lot of you are not gonna agree. Still, when it comes to sportsmanship, Ashanti wins. When it comes to the music, Keisha wins. But again, like I said, I really wish this had been on a in a better under better circumstances, so we could have really paid homage to these two people. But because I think we lost the verses for this one, we lost the quality verses. The culture didn't win. <laughs> the culture did not win this time. The culture didn't win this and it, time. It should have been nothing but a celebratory situation. But you know what else? Though, like energies also shifted too. Like I just feel like sometimes you ever feel like um, the whole world's on a little bit of a cycle. I don't think people are as in the mood for verses as they were. Just a few weeks, like if it had came out right before Christmas, there would have been this energy behind it. But, yeah, and know. maybe things would have been different. Maybe Keisha Cole would have been in a better mood too. Right. And, you know, it could have, I don't know. Are they overproducing? I can't tell. Like, I don't think it's overproducing. I do think it's off season. Off season, okay. Because when it comes down to it, still, Jonta and Neo's was my favorite and that was in studio two different homes yeah. and i still literally had the most fun with that that one it also helps that like whenever all that was happening spring was breaking things were de- definitely weird but spring i mean it's a different kind of vibe you know whenever that kind of happens and things are pretty eventful from spring until christmas and then not in january and february so this is one desolate little blip we got in the middle of the winter <laughs> as far as entertainment is concerned yeah well <laughs> That's versus. That's versus. Moving. Can't wait to see what they got. Oh, can't wait to see what they got next. Or can I? Um, nah, it still got a lot of juice left. It just got to be done correctly. Do they, do they have somebody in mind already? Or there's just rumors milling for new things right now? I think if you heard anything, it's definitely rumors. I mean, Timbaland after that was tweeting, who do y'all want to see next? So I think we're just throwing out ideas. We don't know what they brewing up back there. We'll huh. see soon, I'm sure. Huh. Looking forward to it. Moving right along to television. Okay, so for this TV segment, I just want y'all to feel a little bit old real quick. Um, because Taina premiered 20 years ago. And we've discussed Taina in a very early episode. What's Ta- her name? Taina. Taina. Jazz, Jazz referenced her as the original Puerto Rican princess. Puerto Rican princess. Know that. I love Taina. Taina! Okay, that was the original Puerto Rican princess in my life. Everybody say Moesha. Every time I think about Moesha, I think about that, too. That's the line I think first. The commercials, they're implanted in your brain forever mm-hmm. because it was used on a promo reel. Mm-hmm. And we, we're it's, referencing that. It's a great that. way to start. I mean, it might be like one of the first or second lines in that show. Yes. It's a fire, fire way to start to bring energy into your new show. We're referencing that because Moesha turned 25. 
older sister I never had. I thought she was so dope. She had the braids. She was cool in school. She had the boys, the clothes. She was just that girl for me. I was only five or six years old when this came out. That's right. You were five. <laughs> For five. sure. I was five. You're gonna be absolutely. Six. You're always going to be something. <laughs> always. That year I turned six, though. Oh, thank you for letting me so, know what comes out. That's important. Five. five to six, a lot happens between there, okay? It is a big deal. That's jump. from kindergarten to first grade. Well, I mean, yeah, it's the first time I started paying taxes around six years old. I remember that. <laughs> That's the first time I paid a light bill. Yeah, started getting real. My credit was fucked up. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> trying to build that shit back up since I was financing breast milk. Couldn't make the payment. Again, another show we discussed very heavily. Um, we have a whole episode dedicated yeah, to Moesha. Yeah, just littered. She's littered all through this. Look back because, yeah. It's funny too because Moesha is like one of our most polarizing shows because it's, it's, it's us talking about how much we love this show and how problematic everything about it is all through this show like any ep- pick any random episode you may problematic hear. yeah you may hear us talking about moesha and being like okay moesha's problematic <laughs> we love brandy though um movies in your dreams it's not as bad as it may seem it's not as hard it's not as hard as it may seem you gotta work to get, get the cream, cream. <laughs> what a terrible lyrics on wait you gotta work to get the cream on hopes wait from your fear, mm. you have to wean yourself. Mm. It's all or nothing. Yeah, this, this song is full of words that go on like posters. Yeah, like little motivational live, laugh, things. Love, baby, yeah. it's a live, laugh, love. It's, it's, song. It reminds me of one of them songs. What's this song? Um, I hope you dance. All right, nigga. Okay, there was one season where I played I Hope You Dance as if it What's had wrong just. With you? Are you okay? No, I don't know what I was going through. But I started listening to I Hope You Dance like multiple times a day. And it was it was a weird thing I was in where I just. I don't know why that was my favorite song for like a month. It it makes no sense because it was like within the last five years. She gets really weird out there in Dawson's <laughs> Creek, huh? It does. Um, Save was, the Last Dance, 20 years ago, yes. where she was heel-toe balleting. And we thought that shit was fine. I mean, definitely a huge advocacy for interracial dating. We love this movie so much. <laughs> Julia Stiles was as pale as she could get. Sean Patrick Thomas was as dark as they could find. And old as hell, too. Both of them. <laughs> Weren't they? He like 37 playing a high schooler. Oh, my God. Not, and he wasn't that old, but close to it. One no of jokes. My, one of my heroes, Fredro Starr, is in this, of course. Being mean and angry. Well, yeah. This is the version of Q that Frank should have been mad at. Not the one that was actually <laughs> Moesha. Damn. This nigga was it. mean and problematic for real. I was watching it the other day and the speech that Carrie Washington gives her brother about, you know, choosing to be with Julia Stiles is so corn. It's so <laughs> bad. She was like, you can't help who you love. Like, I don't know, yeah. Carrie, Carrie, I love Carrie Washington, but this may be... 10-year-old me felt that. Listen, when I tell you she was overworking that accent, the whole thing, she was overworking the head. That accent, yeah. She was overworking all of that at the time. But you know what? This is the beginning of uh, Carrie Washington phase. 
Carrie Washington face is a real thing. And it we is. did not always know it was going to be a pop culture phenomenon. But over the past two years, we've been able to pick up some attitude from that woman. Unlike anything we've seen. Well, let's get into it. For this- somebody who slept with a white man for all them years on TV, she sure do got a black attitude when she acting. <laughs> um, good time for us to give our shout out too. Yeah. This Carrie was Washington. Carrie Washington's big break. Which is funny because she didn't make enough money from it to, like, make it her life. We were reading an article that was talking about how she went back to substitute teaching mm-hmm. after, right. after this movie was released. And she was like, I couldn't go to the high schools, but I could still work with the little kids because they didn't recognize me. But, you know, going into the older classes, they knew who I was. But she had to still go back out there and make a life for herself. I kind of love stories like this because um, it does kind of give you, like, really good optics on exactly how much, you know, people making those first, like, debut kind of things. Yeah. They're like $10,000, $5,000 checks. It, it, just because it's this, money, this movie not... was pretty, I guess, successful, but that yeah. did not mean it was bringing in the big bucks and you could quit your job yet. And they were newer actors. Give that actors, a second. Right. And we all know what's going to happen after this. And they were newer actors at the, at the time, so you don't get those options, like, you don't get, you know, producer credit options. You don't get a lot of money points on the back end. She probably makes no money off the syndication of this at this point, unless she's renegotiated since. Those are the jobs you take for resume and portfolio purposes. And she's so, uh, how great it was for her to have started with such a pop culture phenomenon. Yeah, and it has such a like, after effect. Like, I don't think you understand the impact of a movie like this till way later. Like, Mean Girls and um, White Chicks, like, they are so imprinted in us, and we're mm-hmm. using those lines, like, all mm-hmm. the time. You just don't know that people are going to talk about a movie for this long. This clip, These clips still come across my Twitter. It's usually to laugh about something or to yeah. talk about how young Bianca Lawson still looks. Yep. And that one scene where Bianca Lawson steals the scene. She does look good in that, watch in that episode. Watch this we, we had a conversation about whether or not I was attracted to Bianca Lawson. That is a movie in which I am attracted to Bianca Lawson. <laughs> yeah, she, for sure. She fine. Um, but... Boy, the things she went on to do in her career and still doing in her career. One of her first really big roles was in Ray. And it seems sort of late in my head, but it kind of is. And Ray was not that long. I mean, Ray was a long time ago. I almost forget. I, I don't movies like that. I don't like watching a second and third and fourth time like. I don't know what it is. I enjoy the hell out of them that one time, yeah. and I'd leave them right there. So I honestly forgot she played. Um, one of one of his one of girls. His, yeah, yeah. I forget that. Yeah, but that's that's huge. Being well, she, what she Ray was B. is, she was B. She was his wife. Yeah. Yeah, Della B. Yeah, you know, I'll never forget the wrist. Uh, he felt her wrist. Like, he really was just trying to be oh, sure he wasn't with yes. a fat girl. I remember that. <laughs> I remember that. Just that feeling on up. wrist to see if it's like that. But it's all up from there for her, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. And then for me, again, I think I love my wife. Um, she was on a short list during this period of time for me. On a very short list. <laughs> like I definitely was into that. I, I actually think I saw a tweet today. They're doing this thing where they're like, um, what's the best somebody's looked in film? Oh, yeah, and somebody posted Carrie Washington in that in that movie. Man, that, that, she that did. She did look amazing. She though. did look good. <laughs> what what was the screenshot? Was it her laying in bed? <laughs> no, I don't. Re- I don't. Because her, her ass is out in that movie, and one specific scene is blurred out just because of the way the camera's set up. 
and I was just really young at the time, so you can just know that 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 was it was a pivotal moment for, for me at the time. Chris Rock, Kerry Washington, ass, come on, it's got my name written all over it. That's the same for you. Yeah, it is. That is a combo. And honestly, like another one of those movies where like Chris Rock, he's, he Chris Rock could never pull the woman that he was. He also Christina Vidal's in that movie. And she's attracted to Chris Rock in that movie as well, which is really weird. Christina Vidal. Vidal. <laughs> Vidal, sorry. Christina Vidal and Kerry Washington are in this movie. We talked about both of them this episode. That's so good. Doesn't it always really seem a, to go? Yeah. Well, neither one of them crossed paths in that movie, but they are both in that movie. And Christina's appearance is this weird, like, Urkel cameo at the time where you're like, is that Taina? That's exactly what happened when <laughs> that it was That is Yeah. But nothing beats Scandal. I mean, this stamped her in the industry. Are you like, sure? A thousand words didn't beat Scandal? <laughs> um, Or Peoples? Like, what? Oh, my God. <laughs> Peoples is such a bad, I'll watch it still movie. Um, Olivia Pope is legend, icon, phenomenal, fantastic, amazing. I One love- of my favorite shows of all time. It was, I mean, of course, huge pop culture phenomenon. Um, it, I'm one of the, the sliver of black people that did not do Scandal at all. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, How could you thing. betray us this way? Yeah. Everybody was telling you to watch it and you still didn't? Scandal power. We were talking. This is when tweeting about shows became a huge thing. It's, oh, yeah. It, it started really, here. It started it, here. That's it right. It began with Scandal. We were so enthralled in this show that we tweeted about it as a family and things ain't been the same since. TGIT, huge. It's sort of kind of notable that she's not, I mean, she's kind of early in her career when you think about these credits. There are really some big hitter things that she's done and then there's Scandal and it's still up from here because, I mean, Little Fire is everywhere also. Little Fire is everywhere. Amazing. And and I don't even know what it is. Like, I don't think the story is that crazy. I don't know what gets me so engulfed in that the show. Acting. The acting is above average. Yeah. I mean, when it comes down to it, the acting is above average because Carrie Washington does very little talking in that movie. I mean, in that, in that miniseries. Carrie Washington face. Her nonverbal is yeah. out of this world now. Speaks like, volumes. Yeah, out of this world. There's very few actresses whose nonverbal really takes some places. She'll be known as a goat for that on the back end. She'll be a Meryl Streep type for being like, she's made me feel things without saying anything. Yeah, and she's and she saw that screenshot of y'all and that um, still from American Son, American yeah. Son, where she's obviously I don't know what she's in doing. distress. Oh, what? <laughs> I don't know. What she's the face she's in like distress. A, like a like a chicken grease. Did you watch face. American Son? No. Oh, American Son is a story about um, her son being missing. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, I don't oh, so you it. saw it? Yeah. Oh, dope! It, you it don't be watching you, shit like you be like you be claiming. So I'm shocked. I I miss a lot, but I don't miss <laughs> American everything. Son. Oh, we got one. <laughs> Have it you was, seen Black Panther. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Get out. Yes, actually. Oh, okay, yeah. And that other one. What's the other one? The other big With one? Lupita. Queen of Slim? Oh, us? 
saw that one too. Yeah, that one. I be watching that shit. That could have not been seen. I be watching shit. Everybody watch. Excuse me. Thank you. What's the, what's and once the, I seen that screenshot of her in distress, I definitely had to press play. What men want? <laughs> no. Yes, um, seen that too. Girls yeah. trip. Oh, what? A thousand times. Name something I ain't seen. Thank you. We don't want to do that because you haven't seen Lion King. So, like I was saying. <laughs> You shouldn't have did that. So, like I was saying, and he doesn't mean the original Lion no. King. Okay, well, just so y'all yeah, know, I don't know what's what's most what's more what's more embarrassing for me to have not seen. It's a tie. The original animated Lion King. It's a tie based on your standhood. It's a tie. Okay. Yeah, you're a Beyonce stan. You should have seen the real one, the live action one by now. We're two years removed from it now. It's crazy. Sometimes I forget it happened. Well, like the only I said, thing that's keeping it afloat in my mind is that fucking album that Beyonce did. Uh, amazing. Yeah, you can turn Nile up a thousand times. Ooh, that album. No skips for me. Um, so you go through the emotions of a woman whose son had been missing since the night before. Mm. And the police aren't helping her, really. There's nothing they can do or tell her. And she's just in distress the whole time. And her estranged um, husband or ex-husband um, is white. And it's just, you can imagine what it's about. Police interaction. Oh, he's like, privilege. Son, and it's a black son. Privilege and uh, <laughs> I don't know. black people in the police and how that whole oh, thing Oh, yeah, I don't want to watch that. Yeah, it's not. It's, yeah, I'm sick of that. Okay, all right. Well, yeah. I'll watch it at some point, I'm sure. It's You know, it's, it's funny. It's a drama. So, some point is right now. I don't know if you guys know this, and we'll move on. But you know how you guys said you go watch something at some point. We've been on lockdown for almost a year. If you ain't watched it, you it don't ain't getting watch watched. It. Yeah, it's not getting watched. If your list is still long as hell, just forget about it. Do you know it. how many white people I promised I was gonna watch Game of Thrones during a, <laughs> during a winter break? Nigga, I got all the winter break I need. Ain't pressed not a play button on that <laughs> thing, and it will not happen. I think my interest with that came and went. Like, I wanted to watch it at one point, but now I think that idea is dead. I'm not even going to do it to myself, especially I, since they're still complaining about how it ended. I'm going to just keep that one. Oh, yeah. This, there's nothing worse than something ending and people letting you know that it ended poorly and you haven't started it. Because well, Power ain't never getting watched. I think that's happening to me with The Flight Attendant, too. Oh, baby, I hate that show. Okay, well, I'm on episode seven, so. Kids today will never know. Jasmine, did you read magazines? Read is a strong word to use. Looked at all the pictures of the <laughs> colors inside the magazines. Do you ever scratch looked and sniff at, a perfume? Looked at pictures of celebrities <laughs> in magazines. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it really is a time. Kids today will never know. The rain of urban magazines mm. i'm talking about shay room before it was shay room this is where you actually had to go for celebrity news especially hip-hop r&b stars our favorite teen pop stars we looked in magazines to see what the hell they had going on to look at the pictures hang the posters on our walls I'm talking about like Word Up and Right On, Jet Beauty of the Week. People used to read magazines for fun. I like had, okay, so I have a obsessive type of spirit. I always had that. No. When I like something, I like obsess over it. Wow. Shock. So, 
So magazines for me were huge because I used to do like scrapbooking on my favorite mm. celebrities. And I used to do, I just used to collect. Ransom to, notes. I used to collect. No, sir. <laughs> I used to collect, mag, like going to buy magazines was huge for me because it was probably going into some kind of project where I obsessed over a celebrity like I had an Ashanti one. I had Beyonce, Destiny's Child, Rihanna. Like I mm. would get magazines specifically to tear out specific articles and just add them to some kind of collection. So like it was a huge deal to have magazines all the time. And that's how obsessed I was with rap at the time too. Like I was, I, I, I remember telling you not too long ago that on Sundays, sometimes we would go to Barnes and Noble and we would sit there and read magazines. You know, Complex Mag was what I was checking for at the time. Because that was still a little, like, advanced. You know, we got into that level. But Source, Complex, Vibe, I read them religiously. I wanted to know what the editors thought about new music. It really kind of honed a lot of my DJ instincts at the time. Because you got to understand, the kind of stuff that was dropping when these magazines were popular was some of the most classic things that ever were created in black culture. So, exactly. like, these are not things to be played with. We're talking about, like... Blueprint gets five stars. We're talking about like five mics. Five. My brother had a very good source magazine collection. That shit gone now. That is kind of insane because here's the thing. It is really, really one of those things that is turning into a format that you're going to want to have memorabilia of because the way the world is turning, there isn't a lot of paper record of a lot of stuff. Edit and present content has changed a lot. So some of like the the topics in which they used um, in magazines didn't transfer over to digital formats at all anyway. Yeah, I mean... BuzzFeed operates like a magazine if you really want facts. But we also, we have too much... Again, It's it goes back to having too much access to celebrities. We can go on their Instagram and just see the shit for ourselves. We're, we, had to, we had to filter what we got from celebrities through magazines and stuff. See, and it's kind of like part of my call to action with owning physical copies is that I think you're going to have to create anonymity for yourself if you want to keep any of that spirit alive, right? To say kids today will never know, they're going to <clears throat> lose something that we all hold very, very near and dear to us, which is celebrity. And I was kind of touching on this on the internet when I was talking about how the Bernie Sanders meme is more popular than Jennifer Lopez performing at the inauguration. And there's a point in time in pop culture history where the idea, the notion of Jennifer Lopez being at the inauguration is the hottest news that you could possibly hear that week. Mm -hmm. And it was so, we're so far removed from But because from of that the time the we're in, yeah. Bernie Sanders sitting there doing nothing yeah. is what had the biggest moment of the week. Because meme culture is pop culture now. That's pop exactly culture is right. a second tier culture to meme culture. Oh, one more. Yeah. King Magazine? Ass. Was there another one? I th there was another one where you got to see celebrities. In like... the gas station. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> you know, you, you see to... them in the plastic at the gas station. You got to see, like, your celebrity crush in lingerie on a magazine. It was huge. Like, you got to see... Um, Reagan Gomez that was is my a first big one. That was the only because thing I was about to Reagan say. Gomez is somebody I follow on Twitter now, yeah, and she's she posted um, hers recently. She posted hers recently, and I was like, "Damn, what a what a time!" You, you were so excited to see your favorite entertainment girl in that magazine because you know you was gonna get a little cleavage or something. It's just it's nothing is a mystery anymore. We 
or just just the little like the very top of the cheek like you see like a little very top, like top, top they, of the ass crack if they want to go <laughs> if they wanted to go all the way they might put on the thong bikini they might but if i mean got, there all were also women that were more along the lines of escorts that were on the cover of those magazines as well right yeah. but the the big thing being your fave being yeah. lisa ray being in it you know, yeah. people you never thought you would see kind of half naked in that way yeah. just I think the intent there was to have like a black Playboy esque kind of esque. magazine, but they yeah. really, I mean, they couldn't go full out with that. I mean, what they did was great because I mean, here's the that's the time, man. I, it's so crazy because for a young male without the internet being at the fledged at what we have it now, that's really intense. For like magazines are, they hold a different weight in men's hearts prior to the year two thousand, just in general. Yeah. Jet Beauty, same thing. You know, like it was just Jet Beauty yeah. of the Week. Huge those things, deal. Those things raised those things raised us. But magazines cannot be understated again. Like I said, print is just physical copies are just it's a different thing. It's a different thing. It's a different time capsule. reading what people write in magazines on the internet will never ever be like reading it on a page. It was it was way more pure. Um I'm on a mission. To collect as much uh, black memorabilia as I possibly can, and this is on the short list of things I'm going to be digging into eBay's and Pinterest to oh, find. Oh, definitely. I, will I you mean, help me? Of course. I knew you would. Ultimately, kids today will never know what it feels like to want to rush to a magazine stand because Outcast is going to be on the cover of the source. Right. Oh gosh, I miss that. Honestly, celebrity is just not that much of a thing. You know, Michael Jackson used to have people fainting. Yeah. At the sight of him. Yeah. There were people having having to go to the hospital because they done passed out at a concert from the thought of seeing him in the flesh. And now you just feel like you kind of know celebrities because you have so much. Act- no, we'll never feel people I mean, will not feel that way about their favorite celebrities. Even your favorite ones, you don't feel as strongly because you feel like yeah, they're kind of in your home. I mean, so so like a few years ago, we're, we were doing this show a few years ago and we touched on this on the MTV episode um, because MTV's diary came up and it was like, this is such a necessary kind of show at this point. And it really is. But it was still sort of in, it's not nearly as bad as it is now, even then. And that was just three years ago, right? So it just should be noted that, like, we are long beyond the time where celebrity really means a lot. And some people might think that's healthier because it's like it humanizes them. I don't. I I miss it. Well, I think it's actually added to our collective depression. Because if you talk about, or if you think about um, throughout history, the last Great Depression that we had, the president was like, you know, we need sports. And more and new movies. Like his his answer to like fix the depression depression was to put money in Hollywood and to start baseball because they knew stuff like that gives you this sense of purpose, whatever you feel like you don't have any celebrities at that fanatic level was another level of purpose. Some people live or die by those kind of validations. Fanatic. And sometimes it went the wrong way. But you know what you never did? You never sat there and, and whenever a Beyonce album dropped, you didn't think to yourself, nobody loves you. You thought Beyonce loved you. You know what I'm saying? And that's a, a little different from what we get now because I think we know better. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like nobody's completely wrapped up in a stand space where they're like, 
I love this person no matter what they do because there's all these stink pieces breaking everything down to a pulp all the time. You'll never get to that level with any of these people. You'll never get there. We know too much about them and we know their flaws before they get a chance to prove themselves. Yep. That's our show, guys. Because <laughs> <laughs> today we'll never know. At some point, Kids I today will never know a lot of the shit we talk about on this show. At some point, you're going to go to whatatimecast.com. It's just going to be a virtual tour of all the black memorabilia and cool stuff we've collected. And the episodes will be there for archive. It's going to go along with the whole Hell thing. Hell yeah. There's going to be a lot of a Virtual purpose museum to this. out this beach. Yeah. When Jazz Jazz not going to be super successful, we're going to repurpose our money to be sure that we are the go-to black memorabilia people for this period of time across... I mean, across various platforms. So I love that for us. Be, be looking out for that. because That's going to be fucking amazing. And I love you guys. Thanks for listening. Have a good day. Wear your mask. <laughs>